This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. And this is an exciting time of year at mm-hmm. Zupan's Markets. I get the end of May. What that means is they pull out the grills mm-hmm. at Zupan's, both at McAdam and the Lake Oswego yep. store, formerly known as Lake Grove. Now we're going to call it Lake Oswego. Which makes sense. Yeah, I that's think where so. it is. I a lot saw, of people wouldn't know where I Lake always, Grove is. I used to always have to think, I'm like, Lake, oh, that's Lake Oswego. Yeah, so it's Lake Oswego, mm-hmm. and they're proud of it. And it's a beautiful store. Yep. Uh, Thursdays in Lake Oswego are Burgers in the Breezeway from 11 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. we got all day to do that. And time's out perfect for me. I've uh, A couple of times where I've gone home from work, stopped by there, grabbed the burgers and fries, and took them home and, and oh, that's enjoy a good them idea. as a family. Oh, that's it's, good. it's awesome. And then McAdam on Fridays, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So it's 7.30 in Lake Oswego and 7 p.m. in McAdam, which is also a great store. Easy way for you to keep in the know about all things Zupans is their news feed. Sign up at Zupans.com. You get exclusive offers and deals. We've been talking about this for years now, Chris. Uh, coming up, here's something that needs to be on your radar. because At this time of year. Yes, this is something I always do, and I'm, I'm going to do this. Buy one, get one hanging basket starting May 31st through June 2nd. And if you know Zupans, those hanging baskets were not just any hanging baskets. They're all bountiful and beautiful. Oh, yeah. So two of them yep. for the price of one. And they source their uh, flowers locally from Camas Nursery in Salem and Skyline Nursery in North Plains. That's right. And also, coming up June 1st, the Taste of Summer, a fun afternoon of summertime sampling with a variety of local vendors. That's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Featuring the best in barbecue, salads, wine, beer, and more. So bring the whole family and jump around the store and uh, experience the best of summer at Zupan's. You got to do it. Three locations, Lake Oswego, McAdam, West Burnside, and of course, always wear Chris. At Zupan's.com. All right, here we go. It's time for Portland's Food Scene Podcast. It's right at the fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And over there is Court Johnson from Kink.fm and the podcast and life. That's me. I'm, I'm just pointing to myself. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. thanks for giving the cue. Yeah. It helps. It's what, it's what I'm here for. Yeah, but you, what you're here. What the most important thing is that Brooke Jackson Glidden is here and yeah. it's her birthday. Yes. So, Yay. Yeah. Finally old enough to rent a car. <laughs> Oh, is that so I'm good? I'm This has been the 25 and 26 year old day. We just had. Yeah. We just had. I don't know if you've been out there, and you probably have. Sam and Kay from Restaurant Beck, and Sorella. They're both you 25 know? and 26, and they're running. He's running Restaurant Beck. That's so wild. I love both of those spots. I think Sorella is like a stop every time I'm out there. Have you had a dessert there yet that Kay's making? No, I've had, I feel, I think a tiramisu there. But well, like, she's been there since November. So oh, so it would be new. You've got to get back out there. Okay, time so to run. Not, not, to, not to break in with that, but <laughs> it was appropriate to say. Yeah, why it's, not? It's, We're both young. Yeah, We're really young. young. And I don't think any of you... <laughs> realize court did we do everything did we do everything we needed to do up front yeah we did it was quick quick intro who we are and why brooke is here right well, we haven't and said she why has brooke been is here. here in a while yeah. which is great because we haven't done an update in a while so there's a lot over the past four or five months that, oh, we, yeah. could, that we could update and we will get in as much as we can but it was i thought it was appropriate to mention those two restaurants because yeah. i've always felt from an oregon standpoint restaurant beck is somewhere people have to try yeah. at least once in their life Absolutely. Um, the view there is incredible. The food is very different. They're doing some great things. And I'm 
I didn't know it till we went out there a couple of weeks ago that, um, you know, that Justin is kind of down at Sorello a lot mm-hmm. and Sam Bretz is 25 years old. Just, you in know, charge of that kitchen. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So anyway, you got any kitchens where we have some 25-year-olds here? Oh, gosh. Come to mind? Yeah, uh, I would say Jacob Hearth over at Ariso. He mm-hmm. he was just named an Eater Young Gun. Oh, man, yes. Um, So he is a great person to fit that kind of category. Um, He's doing stuff at Ariso, which I am just so smitten with. That restaurant is so fantastic. Um, And it, it, I think, you know, we're in a city where there's, like, gosh, so much... Um, incredible local food. And, you know, it's it, the words local and sustainable, you you get to a it's, point where it's like, well, white noise, right? It's, it's also why we don't use the word amazing on the podcast because you start hearing it and it doesn't mean anything after <laughs> right, a while. exactly. <laughs> so uh, he is doing fascinating stuff. He is catching stuff himself. He got a commercial fishing license so he can catch stuff himself. He's using bycatch. So, you know, f- fish that come up in fishing nets. Um, he's foraging stuff himself. He's aging fish so it lasts longer in the kitchen and it makes for just incredible things like flounder that's been aged for, I think, about 10 days. Really? Yeah, it's and it's the kind of thing where we talked about it and I thought it was going to be so simple. Um, and it's minimalist, but the the depth of flavor on everything he's doing there is just mind boggling. It's 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 a really fun spot. So that's that's a young person who's doing some really interesting. And I'm stuff. so glad we got there so quickly because yeah. we just had Nate Tilden on the podcast and fun. he was talking about it. and of course, Arito is in the former Biwa space yes. and it's only open of three days a week I think. Yeah, I believe a reason so. For that. And so it's kind of the sister restaurant to Bart Casavale. Right. So. And it's, you know, that that building is having, there are certain buildings that are kind of having their moments right now. Um, that building is also the home of Scotch Lodge, um, which I believe um, that's also in that, that BWA space that was cut up um, mm-hmm. when they made the bar. And um, that's another really fun one. I'm hearing a really lot about one. that. That's a fun, fun spot. I think... Um, I'm not a huge, I, I like whiskey. Um, it's not like I'm a wine person, I would say, if I were to like choose some sort of booze that I'm obsessed with. You know, it's it, that's my thing. Um, but Alex Frayne, who writes for us quite a bit, he was really, really excited about this spot. I was like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm so floored. I'm, um, I'm so, I'm obsessed with their fettuccine that they do there. Um, so, it's, you know, it's a great. What makes it so upset? Yes. Uh, Obsessworthy. Obsessworthy. So, of course, the whiskey list is is fantastic. Uh, lots of single malt stuff. Um, really interesting. You know, they're growing everything that ends up, you know, distilled there kind of stuff from all over the world. And, you know, bottles from like the 1940s and 50s that Tommy just pulls off the shelf every once in a while. Um, but I think that, you know, as someone who I, I really... Tommy- Tommy Clouse, yes. Tommy Clouse, um, Multnomah For- Whiskey Library, and Lamoule, yeah, and Lamoule, yeah, right. all those spots. Um, he, what's what's really interesting is it's very personal. You know, it's it's stuff that is from his own collection that he's pulling down and and sharing with people because he wants to. Um, and I think that because I'm somebody that really like whis- there are whiskey experts, and then there's a lot of lot a lot a lot of other people, and then there's me. Um, but he really is. He makes everything really approachable. He has these pours of whiskey that I would never be able to afford that are really, really small so people can really taste and experience stuff that they really probably couldn't find elsewhere. And appreciate it because 
I'm like I'm like you. Yeah. And my father, that was his thing, mm-hmm. and I think that's why it wasn't my thing. Right. Uh, or one of the reasons. Yeah. But it would be really nice to go in and 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 have appreciation for those things that we normally don't order. Right. And it's just a, a stellar team across the board. The kitchen. You have um, Proud Mary and Saint Jack alum. So, or you know, Aaron and Barnett. Um, and it, the food itself is really. Playful, you know they ha- they do a fried brie rolled in pumpernickel. It's like a mozzarella stick. Um, so you have these kind of fun takes on bar snacks that, you know, that fettuccine again is kind of like capery and briny, which makes sense with you know that's what you eat a lot at Proud Mary, at least in my experience. Um, and you have these great you know drinks and bartenders, you know, again, Canard and Rum Club, just people, some of the the best talent pooled into this one place. You know, every everything is just really tight there. So that was my big gushing moment. That was the gu- you have any? <laughs> so are, are you uh, gushed out? Did you? Oh, did no. You? I have so much gush. <laughs> Hit the gush. We have yeah, what's your t- about what's our time 15 minutes. 10 okay. or 15 minutes. We are going to rock through it. Um, yeah. I, so last we talked, were we talking about Bullard? I'm trying to remember. Oh, man. It was a while ago, but I'll talk about Bullard because I was, uh, you know, there's so many new restaurants opening and mm. that's a lot of pressure on Dougie and Jennifer to open that restaurant, but I went there for lunch once and was complete, very impressed with what they were doing. Absolutely, I think uh, I've I've gone. I think for every meal now, I went. I, it was my birthday brunch on Sunday because it was going to be my opportunity for it, and I had like a Waffle House style hash brown that was just covered in stuff, and mm. uh, it was so perfect. It was exactly what I wanted, and like a granola bowl with like olive oil and basil and Oregon strawberries. It's just Heavenly, you know, um, and yeah, and you know, it's the it's daunting. I think some people have been daunted by the price for dinner, but if you bring in a big group of people, you know, you'll leave spending the same amount you would spend at a lot of different restaurants. You know, I've walked out after getting you know desserts and drinks and stuff, spending fifty bucks per person, and you know, it's also that's the new Portland, yeah. Too, I mean, things have changed. You've got right. you've got different wage structures mm-hmm. and so forth, and. Big investments in restaurants that you didn't have before and yeah. hotel restaurants. They yeah. have, you know, the, the overhead is much higher. Absolutely. It's, it's, but you know, I think we also have a lot of talent here. You know what I mean? It's, it's every life, life in Portland is more expensive and that's going to make restaurants more expensive. Um, but I think I'm also really impressed by the, the talent that has been opening here really within the last few years, like since I've started. Um, but there's some, you know, Bullard, I think, is a great example of like one of those restaurants where I'm like, okay, we're we're starting to see this change in how we're eating in Portland. And I see that with Eriso, I'm seeing that with Scotch Lodge, I'm seeing that with May and and Yonder. And you know, I think what's your what do you think of Yonder? I've been there once, once. Only um, once. I really like Yonder. I think um, I like that I can go in, and you know, people go and they go and they get the fried chicken because she's known for it. Um, I actually really like her iceberg salad, which I know sounds wild to like go into no. yonder and order a salad. But everything she pays attention to yeah. is going to be with love and caring. Right. So she's not going to throw together an iceberg. That's... Maya Lovelace is not going to throw that together. But I had the catfish. Oh, the catfish. And that was del- that was absolutely delicious. Actually, yeah. a friend of mine from Texas mm-hmm. said, you go in there and get that catfish and tell me how that is. Yeah. And uh, it was great. I think that catfish, I, I agree. Um 
And we, I remember we talked about catfish like way back in the day because it is one of my favorite things. It's really kind of hard to find here, and she does a great job. And with it's it. much more, it's much more tender yeah. than you would than I had remembered catfish <laughs> that I'd had in the right, southeast exactly. in Louisiana. It was delicious. Yeah. No, I, I, I do love Yonder. Um, I'm excited for May to open in that space as well. Um, When's that happening? Well, theoretically, it was supposed to be in May. Um, <laughs> I, there's, there's this pile of places that's like, they're going to be spring openings. Come on, cross every finger. They're going to be spring openings. That's May. That's Magna. Magna. I was waiting for yep. that to come Gato out. Gato Gato, um, Malka. You know, it's all of those spots that have, you know, we've been waiting for for a while. And Portland permitting, permitting and construction has just held, I think, a lot of people back. Um, the hot guy in uh, Southeast is also sort of in that boat. So all of those places, it's like I'm hesitant to talk about them because I've talked about them every time I've been on here, you know? And that was a while ago, that too. That was a while so ago, they're not, yeah. they're not here. I've had a number of people contact me and say, I'm opening a restaurant. Can we get, and I, I'm like, Open it. Open it. And then, <laughs> Open and it. then come on because, yeah. you know, I, I, it, let's, let's even talk about um, um, Food Cart, the movie. Yeah. That's just premiering right now. Yeah. And we had them on September of 2017 wow. with what we thought was going to be the release. That's not a restaurant, but it's yeah, typical but it of why it's like, release it and then let's talk about it. Open it. Let's talk about it. It's a funny thing in my business, too, because we want to do preview stuff. Um, and then just the hype builds and builds and builds and builds right. and builds. And I think it stresses restaurant owners out also to talk to me because it's like, I don't know. I think I'm going to open On the it. other hand, aren't they better off waiting until they open to have you promote it on Eater than yeah. they are ahead of time? Because they need soft openings. So if you hit it too hard up front, you know, they, they got a problem, I think. I think I'm, I'm really hesitant. You know, we don't even use the term soft op- opening at, at Eater just because people are going to know because... You, most people post it on social media, mm-hmm. you know, and at a certain point, like, you know, if, if you're telling your Facebook audience, it's it's news. People can walk in. They can spend money. It's open. Um, but I think I think people like to be excited about things. And I think that there isn't necessarily something wrong with being able to say this is coming because people are going to ask those questions. You know, I, I'm beholden to my readers. I think if they see something in their neighborhood and they're like, what is this? You know, um, giving people the context to understand what's coming in there, I think is important. And it's being on top of that ahead of time. Is and helpful. it's okay for you to do that because yeah. you can always continue to cover it. And right. you're, you're covering a little bit of news here on the podcast to have someone in for an hour talking about what they're planning to do. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have them have it open when it's open and they just, can actually experience it. Right. Exactly. Like, and yeah. so someone hears the podcast, they can go do it instead right. of putting it on their calendar. Right. So, uh, and, and unknown on the calendar. So what else? What got? else? Um, so I mentioned the hot yai building also in the hot yai building is Berlue, which I have, I'm really excited that it's actually coming. It's, uh, the Jolie laid restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's Vince Nguyen, uh, really, really, really interesting, um, culinary background for those who don't know. And if he's listening to this, we will, have him on he's the one i was thinking of when i said that because we discussed that over a year ago yeah and i said open it yeah and, uh, so. and he's he's almost there you know we'll see but um that's going to be a really fascinating one i think um so yeah those who don't know it's it, you know you got noma um on the cv you have um you know like some really incredible restaurants castagna um for the locals and this pop-up um at Long Bond back in the day, and it just, it, it developed this particular audience for this style of fine dining, I want to say like pseudo-Pacific Northwestern food. Um, What's that? 
Oh, I think like s- certain things, herbs and, and, you know, things that are grown here that feel sort of local to here. Um, but also in, with this very, he has a very distinct voice as a chef, you know, and I think that um, his take on sort of minimalism and um, really, you know, it's that co- sort of Coco Chanel quality of like, let's take something off of the plate. Let's like let the ingredients be so pure in, in what they're saying. I think that that's really lovely to see. Um, yeah, I think of him as is also really an interesting uh, chef in terms of aesthetics, like how plates look. And and when, where is that? And we'll, that is going to be in the Madera Building, I believe. That what's building. The, what's the, oh? Um, it's it's the it's in Southeast, Inner Southeast. It it will be next door to Hot Yai okay. uh, when it opens down there. Um, I think that's Seventh and. Morrison, I am not confident. Okay. Well, we won't hold you to it, but you can check Eater at some point to see. Eater will, yes, yes. Eater at some point will tell you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The the benefit of Google. Right, exactly. um, And so. uh, So excited about that. Um, Other things that are coming. um, Yeah, basically everything that we have mentioned. The, you know what actually I'm really excited about is the 85 degrees Celsius that's going into uh, the Washington Square Mall. Um, it's uh, a chain of Taiwanese bakeries, and they're all over the place, around the world. I think there might be a 1,000 or maybe more than a 1,000 around the world, um, and they're actually really great. I When I go to Seattle, I like to go to the one in the International District and get a bunch of egg tarts because I ate a lot of those in college. Um, they're great. I'm really excited to see that open. So are you excited about what's going on, uh, in suburbia here in Beaverton <laughs> and Lake, Lake Oswego, you know, you've seen yeah. chef's table going in oh their restaurants gosh. in a big way in Lake Oswego. That is going to be a huge one. And that we want to talk about things that we're talking about years in advance. I think they said 2022 will be when that launches. It right, might be a little earlier, it. but they're and doing so it. Bamboo has done it and salt and straw and. A lot of, uh, you know, the landmark Portland restaurants are saying, okay, let's expand outside, which yeah. I think is great. I think, you know, you look in any major city and, you know, restaurateurs and chefs are smart enough to do that. You know, um, <laughs> you know, I think especially bigger, bigger, bigger businesses, you know, Din Tai Fung's open in the suburbs first and in a lot of cases. And I think it makes sense in that where a lot of people live. And um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see you know, one of a, a local bigwig doing that in, in a community that seems interested in it. And, you know, when he, I think that was Portland Business Journal that worked that story. Um, he mentioned that he's going to be doing that in a lot of suburbs. He's going to, he you know, he said 12 to 15, I think, uh, different leases out. In he was Vancouver on the podcast. And, yeah, he, yeah, he came on the podcast and talked yeah. about it too. Yeah. Well, that and Las Vegas, licensing in Las Vegas. And, yeah. and Andy Ricker was here talking about Las mm-hmm. Vegas and and we got our own Las Vegas little taste at at Tika Bar, which mm-hmm. is you I've know heard a bit about that. Have you been? I have. I I think it's really lovely and a really cool idea. Um, I expected it to be much more casual than it feels in there. It, it's still like you can grab and go and get stuff, but it has a, a really beautiful sushi bar and like you know lobster hand rolls. It really inexpensively priced, and you can experience it in a way that feels special, even though. I think it also works just as well as a place where you grab a quick lunch. Do you think as Portland becomes less homogenous, that places that are 
that started outside of Portland and have come in are going to be have an easier time being accepted because a few years ago it was slap the hand, <laughs> push them out before they even get here. Yeah, you know, I think there are enough people who live here that are not from Portland that that, that is starting to dissipate a little bit. That's what bit. I think. I don't think they're it's, yeah. it's changing a little bit. It's, it's interesting. And hotel restaurants are changing that too because those have to appeal to a wide variety of people, not just Portlanders. They're not existing on Portland business only. Right. Um, though it's interesting to see how great um, those restaurants have become. Um, you know, I mean, Vitaly Paley, he really learned that that was a market that made a lot of sense for him and, you know, jumped into that. And with Rosa Rosa and all of those other spots that are downtown, it makes sense that he was like on top of that. Um, still, it's super exciting to see um, restaurants at, you know, the Hoxton and Woodlark that are doing stuff that using local chefs in a way that is really creative and, and you, you know, distinct to their particular brands. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it I, I think of Vitaly Paley when I see those things happen elsewhere because, you know, I think he really knew, okay, we're going to open a seafood restaurant and we're going to do local grilled stuff and we're going to put really distinct flavors of Portland in these spaces. David, you know? David Machado. Did a great job with ah, that too. So yeah, he's in three hotels, mm-hmm. and you know, here's a guy who had Laura Kitchen, and mm-hmm. uh, way back when was uh, Pazzo, mm-hmm. and you know, he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, so it's pretty cool to see that going on. Are there any kind of sleeper things that you that haven't been talked about too much that you're aware of that might be coming down the pike that you're free at liberty to discuss? You know. I'm I'm thinking through. There's some stuff coming this summer. It has been talked about a little bit, not in a huge way, but you're you're having a lot of stuff o- stuff opening in Slabtown, um, which I think is interesting. You know, the other XLB will be opening in in Slabtown, mm-hmm. um, and then stuff that I'm kind of excited about is G Love, which is such a goofy name for this restaurant. It's it's. Uh, so we have Hey Love and G Love. <laughs> yeah, it's like you got the loves and the pinks, like Pink Rabbit and. Uh, you have all these different loves and pinks and what what there's a rabbit rabbit is a big Portland name. You go. I was see just rabbits. at Black Rabbit Studios yesterday, yeah. <laughs> so that's an artist. Yeah. an artist of mine has Black Rabbit yeah. Studios, but it came to mind. Um, but yeah, so Slabtown, um, this restaurant, G Love, it it's sort of farm to table ish, right? So it's his grandparents own um, a farm in Silverton, but they've they have like. People, farmers renting out that space and growing stuff specifically for this restaurant. Um, you mentioned that here a long time ago. Did I you know it? I don't think oh, so. Okay, I'm thinking of somewhere else. I'm yeah. thinking of a Chinese restaurant that you had talked about from Salem a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that is, in fact, open, Happy Dragon. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that, but this is very interesting to see that it's, you know, these the vegetables that are grown specifically for this project. Um, he's an Al's Kitchen alum. Al's Place? Yes. Um, and it, it'll be really interesting to see how that restaurant fares here, you know. Um, and then you have um, Mama Bird, I believe, which is the other uh, Gabriel. Pascuzzi. Pascuzzi. Thanks. I thought you were, were going to burp. No, I was just, <laughs> I, was, I feel so sad. He was our chef of the year. So, um, right. But yeah, I think that'll be, there are more and more people that are health conscious in Portland and seeing a restaurant like that, focusing on these grilled birds, I think that'll be, I think, I think Slabtown might really, really dig so that. So he made the best fried chicken some of us have ever had. 
Really? Fried chicken. Yeah, when we did our PFA, he made a fried chicken. Uh, yeah, Everybody we've talked about this. Everybody to do it again, and he hasn't done it. Yeah. So, um, I hate being out of time, but we mm-hmm. are. Um, yeah. So, where does Brooke go on her birthday? We're, I have we're a reservation Port- at Hanok at 8. Very nice. You know, <laughs> if you would have asked me to name three, that's I would have predicted. <laughs> I would have predicted that would have been it. Well, good. Have a great time. Yeah, thank you. And do you, what is t- Monday? You need a reservation on Monday at Hanok? You know, I... It's a gamble. It's a gamble if you can make it in. It depends on the day. Well, good. Have a yeah. great birthday. That's a great Thank spot you. to go. That's the last time you and I dined out together. Court was uh, Han Oak, I think, at for dinner. Yeah, that sounds right. We've been out for a lunch or two. But, yeah. um, fantastic. Perfect. And let's have you back before you turn 26. Yes, I'm sure that'll be the A few times case. before. We, we have just been a little sloppy with uh, the sound bites, and we have a new. Do you know Karen Pride? I don't. Who used to own Prasad, so she sold oh, Prasad yes, to the Sappingtons. Yes, I remember she this. She still owns Yoga Pearl. Well, she's going to be doing some up. She's traveling around the country in her van, just checking out the world. And That's so exciting. she's going to be doing updates for us that are kind of fun, and as we're calling it, Fork in the Road. So Cute. I um, love that. That's coming soon. You should be writing about that on Eater because <laughs> everybody wants to know about it. I love it. I'm excited to hear more about but, it. So we're going to be, you know, putting popping those in once a month mm. um, as well. So, Perfect. but we need to have you back again. I totally love when you come in. Uh, you update me. I can't keep up. I don't, I don't bother keeping up with the new stuff as much as I used to. I'm happy to go to headwaters and mm. places that have been around. Well, that's fairly and ringside i'm a big ringside fan now so happy hour last night you can't believe what we ate last night at ringside oh yeah yeah, it was great have you been to happy hour at ringside uh the late night happy hour is or the sunday the same thing yeah i'm blown away by their pricing on that stuff. it's unbelievable bananas yeah it's crazy so um i want to take you as a thank you for coming on the podcast that'll be fun sometime soon that sounds great we'll do that okay thank you bro appreciate happy birthday thank you Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupan's on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupan's.com, eat well, put taste first, love your food. By Ringside Steakhouse. Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com today. By Portland Food Adventures. Tempt yourself with an incredible Italian food vacation with Astri Enzyme and a wonderful October journey to Bologna and Emilia-Romagna. It's all at portlandfoodadventures.com under the Trips tab. Contact right at the Fork host Chris Angeles for more information and special savings on these PFA food journeys. And by Gen Air Quality Appliances at Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance is your source for the best of Gen Air and associated brands, where you can check out the latest technology in appliances like Gen Air's remote access ranges with a host of other cool features for your upgrade or remodel. Gen Air and Standard, both staples in Oregon and Washington kitchens since 1947. 
Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. 